one two one two. Is the mic working, guys? No, I'm not sure. Not sure. Okay, we'll test it. See what happens. Try right, the other one. Did last time. <laughs> Try the other one. <laughs> awesome. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Nordic Keyforge podcast. My name is Jason, the Captain Kirk, and I am here today with uh, Jonas Hydrophilic Attack. Hello. Hello. I am here with Algonor, the Beekeeper. Hello. Hello. And I'm also, we also have Simon who is lurking around here, so he'll come and say hi later on as well. But, you know, we're, we're recording late and he's eating his food late. So there we go. Um, cool. Awesome. So it's been a couple of weeks since our last episode. Um, we probably played a lot of Keyforge, a lot of Grim Reminders now that it's been on TCO dev channel now it's out on tco sas scores have been uh released not that sas means everything but it's been quite exciting to see actually that you know it's a little bit more powerful and um we have also got uh i mean the the, the biggest thing that's happened in the last two weeks has been the conversation though in the uh discussed podcast channel surely about yeah. ectocharge. About ectocharge, exactly. Yeah. So we're going to get onto that in a little bit because the topic for today, uh, we we had a few things planned. We are going to be interviewing uh, Riku at some point, who was the uh, champion of uh, season twenty-two for the NKFL. Um, but once we kind of actually finally find a time between now and um, you know, well, between. Our time the heat death of the universe. The, the Vietnam uh, time zone as well, when it actually yeah. works. We'll get that happening. I, I hope he just doesn't get sick of us trying to get our shit together. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> to, to record. Uh, because that would be understandable. But yeah, yeah, exactly. We need we need to get ourselves sorted. But that's just that's just how it is. Now, um, what we can talk about though is how's your Fortnite? <laughs> yeah. So, how's the last two weeks for you guys? Um, I can start. Yeah. My last two weeks have been um, uh, much about testing out uh, Green Reminders decks. Uh, and that has been fun. And also, I've been playing in ABR. We have the last uh, the last week before the playoffs in ABR. I'm uh, three wins, three losses so far. And uh, I hope to squeeze out I'll win to get my team into the playoffs it's looks like it's really close so, so we'll see but that has been fun and uh, then also been playing in the um, the NKFL the World Cup uh, we had the quarterfinals uh, in that versus uh, South Korea so um, but my teammates Sai Sox and the Banan Permobile they won their games so my match is uh, probably not going to happen because it's yeah. tricky to schedule, but um, yeah, you you, you got the win, yeah. So yeah, like I I got the loss, I guess, but we we got the win yeah. in the yeah. yeah in the match, which is what counts. And also, me and uh, speaking about uh, speaking of uh, Riku, me and Riku have been starting a new new league, a team yes. league. So I've been uh, working on the the league document there. It's totally original. It's no. Nothing even close to like the NKFL document or anything, um, <laughs> but it, uh, yeah. So that's, that's every every well. league needs a document. I think we know that by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell I us a little for... bit about that league, like the format of the? Yeah. League, or... So it's uh, it's a um, team league uh, with uh, three players in each uh, team, and you have like set roles. So you pick one person in the team to play adaptive best of three. One player plays Arkham best of three, and then you have one player playing Triad. And um, you also like you have the set uh, roles, and you also have the set decks. So you sign up with what deck you want to play throughout the whole tournament. And we have four groups of six teams, and then uh, the top two in each group goes to a playoff. But I think um, yeah, it's nice to play uh, those formats. I think, and I. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what like the the feedback is, but uh, I think it could be interesting to 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 have the the like the set decks, uh, knowing the matchup. Like people who want to prepare can prepare as much as they want, and uh, it's a nice uh, change to pretty much every other format, which is more mm. 
uh, like uncertainty before before the match, I guess. So, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, you know, it's about your first game. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> we have to <laughs> Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, I, I took of the all the people role. of all the people that I could be playing adaptive with first in the first yeah. uh, in the first round for this is oh. like you know one of yeah, the yeah. you know the Dude. kings of adaptive. I um, totally didn't rig it, you know. No, of course not. Of course it was, not. It was very, very random You're behind yeah. closed doors. This is very good for content. Yeah. No, this yeah, is exactly. it's, it's going to. I mean, you know, one of us, one of us, you know, it's a fight to the death, really. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. It's, of course, it the winner is. stays on the podcast. The loser is kicked out. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jason does all of the work, so that would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> he will actually win. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, so you, you say I'm going to lose? Are, yeah, are you, say, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you already written me off this game? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've already, I've already done all the grieving and. Uh, oh man! Yeah. What, deck you, deck. what deck are you bringing, so uh, Algonon? What's your, what's your deck? Uh, I'm bringing Lightio, my World Collide deck. Okay. But I saw you brought uh, the Captain of Trouble and Tragedy. Indeed, I have. Which is uh, a name that <laughs> I don't really. That is a Dark Tidings deck, right? It's, it's a, a Dark Tidings deck, and, and Dark Tidings is great for. Is I think Dark Tidings is great for adaptive it is it is really 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 good for adaptive i nearly i need i nearly went with uh harless which is my triple leader um because that's been my adaptive deck in the past but it just that doesn't it's been good against grim reminders yeah um yeah only one tide racer in the captain it does but you don't really need it yeah Good. Now yeah. I know that. Thanks. Man, what have you done to me? You've just brought the <laughs> bringing the information out of it. You really need the tide in that deck, so you have to use that tie card precisely. All when right. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that cool. has been my Fortnite. Yeah. I'm just taking notes now. You can talk about yours. Awesome. Well, Jonas, what about you? How's your Fortnite? Have you been enjoying your Grim Reminders? Yeah. I haven't been playing much, actually. I, I don't know. I, I haven't really felt like playing random games. Uh, we were supposed to play live this weekend, but I got a bit sick, so I, I didn't want to infect my friend Nikiva. So we played instead some games on TCO. And, mm. and that's and also Algenoner joined for one game as well. Yeah. Uh, mm. And that was kind of fun. Uh, I've I, I, played some of my Grim Reminder decks for the first time. Uh, like, uh, I think my Beanstalk deck might be alright. Not great, but alright. I think my name deck, which is lower sus than many of my other decks, but I, I think that one might be quite alright uh, if I manage to get the big, uh, the big hypnotic command off, which mm-hmm. I did a couple of times against Algernoner at least. Uh, so yeah, only because I didn't uh, look at your de- deck list. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might in that case because I don't really have any other key controls. So in that case, that's the only reason you lost. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it uh, certainly uh, flipped the the tide or what. Yeah. The Wait, you're, you're, you're not blaming the deck, are you, Jonas? No, the deck is fun. I don't okay. know if it's competitive, but it's fun. Okay. Um, yeah, but it was. It, was, it looked really nice. Um, it has a lot of. Uh, I mean, the Marsh guys—they kind of need to survive. I have a lot of the doctors, but not so. I only. I have one <laughs> Mars first, but but if I if I. Uh, if I manage yeah. to make one of the doctors stick, I can make a lot of fun turns in Mars, basically, uh, with the doctor calling in another doctor, which calls in uh, f- uh, the guy who archives the card from your discard pile or something like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah I just think like um, that deck in particular, in particular that I played uh, didn't have to have any creatures on board, so like it was very possible for my deck to play uh, zero creatures. Yeah. Uh, in that particular matchup, but I think your deck uh, is could be very good. Like not all decks can actually do that; they have to um, put creatures out. And uh, that threat of like, not sure, was it ten or nine Mars creatures, something like, or eight maybe was a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, seven or eight, I think. Eight uh, maybe. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that's uh, that is good. 
it's my first deck with hypnotic command so so that's one uh, yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, th- that's basically all I played. <laughs> I I don't think any of my Grim Reminder decks really have the juice to be to be a competitive deck. So I'm not really hard testing them in time mm. for the next league season or something like that. So so mm. I'm, I'm just uh, enjoying the break right now, not playing that much. Just uh, yeah, taking it cool, playing a little bit here and there. But yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, what about cool. uh, you, Captain? Yeah, I I haven't been playing a huge amount of Keyforge, but I've been kind of enjoying that because I can't. I probably I kind of probably felt I was on kind of the verge of Keyforge burnout some way, just trying to fit in so many games. But I have been playing a lot of the Grim Reminders decks that I have and enjoying playing in real life. Um, enjoying Geistoid a lot, I mm. think. Um, I think I was very fortunate with some of the the pulls that I had, um, which can talk in a little bit because I did out of fourteen decks, I did pull. I have a fifty percent pull rate with um, Ecto Charge, which is quite interesting. It, like if Ecto Charge does get restricted for the next season, um, then I have a lot less competitive decks to play with, which would be a huge shame. But I've been just really enjoying the the extra element of the game that you have with doing stuff with your discard pile and planning, you know, when you're archiving or when you're discarding stuff, can you bring it back? Can, you know, planning around those times to actually, you know, learning about the deck. I've had been more and more interested in that, um, this set. So I've been very much enjoying, um, testing out some reminders. Um, and again, same as you just said, our Mars is a lot of fun um with with this set um nameless horror i've got a really good nice one with both memrox the red nameless horrors which just when they're out on the the board um uh poison skirmish um i don't poison and then when you're haunted elusive and skirmish as well so they just stick around and you can just do quite a lot of damage with them um uh for a two power creature they're pretty fun um and just the importance of going okay i need to be haunted um there aren't many decks which where you get the um i don't know if you if you guys have had decks that have had a less importance of or actually the deck is maybe better when you're not haunted um it it feels like most of mine you have to be haunted I think I have one deck with a quid on yeah. and a bunch of steel that doesn't really care about being home. No, okay, but not about being cool. But actually, when where where you're actually better off than not being haunted. Uh no, that's. I mean, not it would be case. my uh, um, yeah dark heart of the forest deck, I guess. Mm. But other than that, yeah, yeah, don't think so. But, so but that's, I agree. that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree with you about Equidon. Like, uh, I feel like of all the decks I've played. Uh, that I have basically Equidon. If they don't have Equidon, they are usually s- no, not Equidon. Geistoid, sorry. Geistoid, yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't have Geistoid, uh, you uh, tend to be just really slow, and it can be you really need to high roll those other houses uh, mm. and have them really stacked to to have a good deck. Uh, so yeah. so the Geistoids are really key to get to get that efficiency. Yeah. Uh, the question is, are they too strong? I've seen some busted stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I have. We if get, you're we not at that, that level, level, if you're a bit below <laughs> that level, they are very fun. Yeah. The average level is kind of good, but I think uh, like that the tail end of the distribution is yeah. a bit much. Yeah. 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 So I've been. So that's that's basically been the last few weeks. I've signed up for the team league because I think it's ridiculously fun and we bringing back um val's rebel scum myself murph and dave c um from the last uh the last two swindle team events um we had that team so um that team is back and which means i have uh, caruso on my team but although i didn't actually go for that deck i was so close to asking dave if i could play his caruso deck but yeah no i'm gonna have some things huh you wanted Caruso in adaptive. I was going to go Archon. We had a ah, okay. last minute switch yeah. on. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but that's 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 mine. And then I've got Perkley Cup, which I'm trying to nail down my game with Lord Alatar. Um, uh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's just life. Work is work is taking a lot of uh, time for me, but that is for another podcast. If anyone ever wants to listen to a podcast about me complaining about work, um, let me know and I'll uh, make it happen. The Simon, big workforce podcast. Yes, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Simon is here. He's finished eating. He is back. Um, two minute nutshell. Um, how was your last two weeks? Your fortnight. Uh... <laughs> You thought you'd miss it out, but no, no. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of uh, grim reminders, and I've played a lot of Helena. It's been so fun. Nice. Is she good again? She is good again, as long as I can dodge worlds or uh, winds of exchange matchups. Yeah. It, there's nothing better, or I, I've had few better things the last like year, really, of, of the Keyforge than going into a game, seeing grim reminders there, and going like, oh, so you want to have all your key cards purged because you will put them in the discard for me. <laughs> ah, excellent. <laughs> and just uh, the general, like, Ita's Yar, three different card purges, cards that punish them for wiping the board. All my, uh, they either have to, like, kill my daughters when I play them. Uh, for those few of you that don't know, uh, Helena has four daughters. And uh, if I play a couple of them and they don't kill them immediately, then of course I draw like ten cards per turn. But yeah. if they kill them immediately, they can't use Winds of Death basically because the the amount of stuff that I just put back on the board is just like wow, more efficient yeah. than most other other things. And since it yeah. has the more or less unlimited Ember control, once I get their C cards purged, it's it's just a lot of fun. The big threats are B R Geist though because they can bring back my Infernus and purge my mm. key cards with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've ended up actually using Ita's Jar on BR Geist several times. Yeah, but, yeah, BR Geist is a very good card. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know if I think it's that good, but it's because I've only played one game with it and I had bad luck maybe. But it yeah. is it is a good card, especially against the, when you can take their Infernus with it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. against Helena, so who that only has these few key cards that I need to recycle over and over to do the lock, yeah. and against that, it's very good. Apart from that, I've had a, had actually a lot of fun and a lot of rage. I some days I hate the set, some days I think it's great. Uh, most days I think it's fun mm. for now, but mm. once again I just see the shadow of the potential competitive deck looming on the horizon, and I go, if I have already opened at least one deck that is just not fun for the opponent, then yeah. what stuff is there out there? Like my name deck is is so busted. Yeah, I can I can play so many market fluctuations where I draw six cards and they discard six cards because it has ways to push them above mm. their haunted and back into non-haunted again. So it means they discard their entire hand yeah. while I get to draw six cards. And playing with a zero card hand is only so much fun. <laughs> is it fun at all? <laughs> no. And then with, yeah. with, some, with some luck, I can even archive... If I have a single Mehmet on hand, and it, since the deck has three, that happens mm. quite often, I can play the Mehmet with the Sandhopper, archive the first market fluctuation, and then kill the other Mehmet, and I archive the second mar market fluctuation, and then I have them again mm. on the next turn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there were, there were that, some that very... Was my, that was my... Uh, yeah. Night. Yeah. And I think, um, like, and for me, and this, this we can kind of segue into our... Um, conversation here as well because we're going to be talking about the the opposite side of uh the last discussion that we had with cards we like and cards we think are designed well to cards we dislike and cards that we don't think are designed well and i Which think we should a lot trickier to to think about like to it is it is answer. but i think the elephant in the room here and the the obvious big one and we we, we brought it up at the end of last episode is ecto judge because for me it just feels too broken to to actually be fair to actually have make keyforge a fun game um, and I'm gonna say this. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna kind of take the mic for a second here, just 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 because. Did we introduce I... a segment for those who didn't watch our last episode? 
no, we can. They can listen to the last episode, and yeah, yeah, of course we can. <laughs> um, I was in a role here, Simon. Come on, uh, yeah. Last, last, last episode, we 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 all brought cards that we liked and cards that we thought were good designs, and so yeah. And then at the end of the episode, um, we hinted strongly. We hinted strongly that we all love EctoCharge in a very sarcastic way. Um, so the conversation there, so I wanted to trigger a conversation in our Discord channel um, about, you know, if anyone has a an argument for EctoCharge, please, please come forward. And we have done that. Um, and there's some very good, interesting stuff there. Um, but I do just want to kind of talk about how, like, from my our initial thoughts before we go into the four stuff. Like, I think there's there's a lot of negative stuff out there but, about EctoCharge. My personal one is that I, I have a deck that I actually sold because, and Simon, it's exactly the same as you just said. It's just not fun. It's good. It, it's but it's just not fun. And I can, it's a two it's a two turn win, not a turn two win, but a two turn win. And the game, the first game I played with that, I really had to apologize to my opponent because I was like, he'd been pushing on and pushing on and I'd just been stopping him. And then I basically, we have two in here somewheres, which means I can, you know, um, archive key abduction um, very easily. Um, Then I I wait until I get through my deck. Um, Of course, in furnace and everything can, can, and, and, Eaton's jar can can stop this, uh, but then I can ecto charge, play Winds of Death to get my seventeen creatures into my archives. Um, <clears throat> if by then I've made it to to check my next turn, I can then forge a key and then key abduction uh, with my archives, and it just felt like well I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to try to play, um, and I was like I. I I, I don't want new players to go up against this deck and be like, yeah, this game isn't fun. So I sold the deck because someone offered me good money for it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, if you're going to enjoy this, then please. But I I like fun games that are close because both players are having a good time. Um, that is my argument against it. Do you guys want to say anything about extra charge now? Because this is that time. I think uh, there are just too many cards it can very easily combo with for a free key in the same house that you can play almost immediately. Or uh, like Winds of Death, the card that flips your 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 deck and discard pile, which is a turn one free key. If you yeah uh, and and. Uh, and there's so much uh, recursion in the set with with Nepenthe seeds and and uh, cards that archive from your discard pile, and it's very easy if you get one of the pieces too early, you you archive it or you get it back when you need it, and you you pull it off. It's it seems yeah. way too uh, consistent, basically with with mm. with all that recursion and 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 efficiency. So, yeah. yeah, too too much support in sets, and also like the fact that they changed from a fully working balanced version with less mm. support yes. into a set with way more support in in house uh, to like it, it, totally unnecessary improving the card when you already improved the environment it's is in. Um, so yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, re- I really do think that it, it kind of it, it, it's a card that needs to be errated back to the anomaly version. I really think so, um, and especially with the card being a common, like I've like I've, I've opened seven of fourteen decks with Ecto Charge, and that's a lot. Um, and I mean, the Geistoid houses, like the, the SAS levels, are, uh, new SAS scores are out, which is far fair enough. But even like. It has a score of seven, which it should because it's such a strong card. Um, but even without that, I think my the, the most of my Geistort houses will be hitting low thirties anyway. Um, with with the deck, because Geistort is a really strong house, so I don't think Geistort even needs Ecto Charge to still be the strongest house. In Definitely not. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, 
So that's that's one thing. Has anyone got anything negative to say in more before we try and hear what people have said to you know, to, to fight in Ecto Charges Corner? Let's hear the positives. Cool. Well, we had um, JT Russell say that the general uptake of key cheats in Gimamai's house pushed down the woe, pushed down winds of exchange without pumping more um, C into the environment, which, you know, it, it's stronger than woe. And I think woe was also a very strong set. Um, and so it does deal with that um, a little bit. Um, it's a type of threat that Woe is less equipped to deal with, um, but I think all sets are less less equipped to deal with. <laughs> um, extra charge, like I say, like I think Infernus, Etten's Jar, any other cards yeah, that can go up against extra charge, uh, like uh, Worlds Collider MM uh, has the best uh, tools to deal with it. I think that was his argument, right? Like, there are other sets that can deal with it, so the fact that Woe cannot, mm. which I'm not sure I completely agree with, because you have stuff like Bryosark and... Uh, yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, but rares that can deal with it, I don't think we... Yes, like, but I was going to say also more cards. Uh, Catherine yeah. and Elise, uh, mm. the cards that discards, uh, you look at their hand and discard a card... Uh, the card that says you can only play cards from this house. Sorry, but I mean all of those ignore archiving, and mm. a good yes, that's deck will always have archive. Like, just look at look at once again my name deck: three Mehmets, two in mm. here somewhere. Like, yeah. there's no yeah. way it won't be in the archive. Cryo's mm. Arch works against archive, mm. but all of the other solutions require them to have it in hand. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the amount of archiving. I mean that's a good point. The amount of archiving, like most games, I'm archiving with, with different reminders decks, at least five, six cards. Yeah, and the reason why Infernus works, of course, is because it actually removes cards from their deck entirely. Yeah. So it doesn't like it. Yeah. In a way, it is a kind of like key. Uh, yeah. Taxing. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but but, the, but there, there are there are cards in previous sets, but not many cards. It's not like there's anything in common to do that and so maybe maybe if we're talking like at the top top of the game well key taxing still works but a key taxing is still a good way to to make it not cost zero but yeah um, and infernus is a common if we're talking yeah infernus is a common and it's a good good okay yeah 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 um so i think it is like as we will probably hit on with many things here one of the problems is that there are so many different Geistoid cards. And here I bring up sort of my, like I had a difficulty choosing because many cards on their own is not a problem. Like, oh, this is a rare, it's pretty strong. This is a common, it's very strong, like Mehmet and so on. The problem is that it, this creates an interesting, good floor for this set. Geistoid's floor is fun. You have a lot of archiving, you have stuff yeah. that stuff. But the ceiling, the combinations of cards that can, from just commons, end up in a deck, can create situations that are just too strong. Like just the, the five different archiving cards. If I had an Ecto Charge in my name deck, for example, with a five common archivings, and it has Boo, and it has the Haunted Houses, and so on, like yeah. a single Ecto Charge in that would be a guaranteed key every game. And should we have a card that a lot of the time will be guaranteed archived and guaranteed free key. Do we want a card that every game will say, this is a free key? And this adds to a ceiling where if you look at GR and a single display of GR, I don't, I'm not very impressed, which makes individual card designs hard to say that I don't like this card design. Mm. But looking at, oh, but if you put this to combo together of common cards, then suddenly you have a ceiling that is astronomical in, in some of these houses. And sooner or later, unlike many other, the other sets that had extremely busted some rare cards and so on, but no deck was busted just because it had three Infernuses. It needed all the supporting cards as well. Here, there are such a wide range of different cards that can be supporting cards to these key sheets. Mm -hmm. yeah. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, the ceiling is scary. And I don't think I want to play the game where that ceiling, those decks exist. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, and also no. like uh, like since it's in the same house, like uh, looking at house design, like was it necessary to put the, the archiving tools in Geistoid, for example? Like, mm -hmm. why why do you need it to do it like on play, <laughs> like with Mehmet and stuff? It's so easy to set <clears> up <throat> in Geistoid. Yeah, you could easily have put <clears throat> the archiving tools in a different house. So it's at least like a two turn mm. thing uh, to make yeah. it so that like the opponent's decks actually have some some uh, ways to to combat it like yeah. for Mehmet, like they have a turn to put different cards on top of the discard pile or mm. or whatever mm. so i think the issue is like the house design itself they just gave guys too much too many tools and too much yeah. synergy. i mean i mean the flavor the flavor is there like you know if you're going to yeah, mess sure. around with the discard pile, Geistoid is the flavor, it, the house with the flavor. And instead of always bringing it back to your hand, etc., back into your deck, then, <clears throat> okay, the archive is the other place to go. But I agree, like, put less or, or, or spread it out. Like, you've taken all you, you we, we don't or have. Or if you, if you give the archiving tools to Geistoid because it's uh, flavorful, make Ecto Charge into a different house then. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure yeah. what the what the flavor is there, but yeah, because even Infernus can't deal with uh, with discarding, putting yeah. putting putting Ecto Charge in your discard, in the and then turn. archiving yeah. it from your discard on the same turn, like uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but even like Visenia and uh, <laughs> and the Infernus. Yeah, okay. The fact yeah. that they still have <laughs> that they didn't create anything except one star alliance rare card that sort of efficiently hits the opponent's archive still mm. is i don't yeah. understand it why why keep archiving as this king of the hill of everything in the game <laughs> yeah 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 speaking uh, about that should i should i do my card yeah let's let's i mean th th that was the only comment we had but can in, i respond in, in the one, channel can i respond one more thing to his response Yes, no, yes, you can. Which is, I'm not sure I really agree with the premise that we really need to punish WoW more than other sets. Like, I, I don't see... I know a lot of people uh, think WoW is too powerful. I I have... I don't feel like that. So I don't feel like that. So, so, so I kind of disagree with the entire premise mm -hmm. that WoW is too powerful and we need something WoW cannot deal with. Because mm -hmm. I think other sets have ways to deal with WoW. And, and mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But I mean, having under Ghost Galaxy's um, reign, having two really strong sets in a row is also something that's interesting to look at because this is them putting their stamp on stamp on the game for new players coming in to say actually you don't need to worry about the older decks and mm. playing so much with the older decks mm. because they're not going to be as strong mm -hmm. yes there's a few strong out there the top end of stuff you can buy on the second hand market but actually now you can get more decks that are more competitive just by picking up one by by picking up less decks which is a good thing because they're so expensive now um yeah i know i agree that's a good thing but maybe not decks that are competitive just because they make uninteractive free keys that's no, yeah exactly but they yeah. you, you competitive and broken are two very yeah. very different things yeah. as well yeah. and it's, but it's I, not I, just I, uh, yeah. charge as well we yeah. have other um free yeah, keys uh, yeah. uh well, key cards in this uh, yeah set. but when we move uh, up but like theme is uh is there uh i don't yeah. think that's a good uh yeah, it's not very interesting to have like yeah. it might make rights. Uh, it's easier to do in this set yeah. compared to when it was yeah. the last time, and same yeah. for the dark discovery is also easier. Yeah. The abduction uh, is also extremely easy with winds of death. Yeah, but I death, wouldn't yeah. say it's easier than the Genka, but no, uh, it's yeah. certainly easy. Yeah, but it's more common because it has a co card combination required for it. It's much much more common than a specific mm, yeah. uncommon plus a rare. Yeah. And I think it's easier also. Genka, I find that you have a lot of ways to play against that. I think uh, yeah, people yeah. complain too much about that combo. But uh, yeah. I also don't think Genka is that bad except at the very like alliance level of good uh, pulse. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Where you're guaranteed to do it every game. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think I, I have a lot of respect for JT Russell. Like the Sloppy Labwork podcast, they do such good work. And I think he's kind of really trying to push 
really, really trying to really be the one to to, to push that card, which is really great that, that he did that. And he made some points, but I just don't think they stand up that well to in the wider sense of the game. Um, I mean, we but, gave him a tough job. We we yeah spent like twenty minutes talk about how bad it was last time around. Then as yeah. people yeah. yeah, I mean, if <laughs> you want to spend the same thing here, so I mean, yeah, yeah. If I mean that's the thing, listener. If you wanna if you want to spend twenty minutes on something you say, make a really controversial comment, and we will spend twenty minutes uh, talking about it. But let's move on. Let's put Ecto Charge um, to bed for now um, until the next time we play Grim Reminders because it will probably be in the game um, and go on with our other cards that we just don't like. Let's start with just cards we don't like. Um, Simon. Yep, I can I can start. Uh, apart from 90% of AOA, uh, basically every creature in AOA that isn't in Logos or like Brend. Uh, <laughs> um I have some specific cards that I, I uh, don't like for some reason, and I understand why, but there are some bad artifacts in the game that are just so, so sad. That could have been just a tiny bit better and they would still be bad. Hmm. And they, I, I call it like the little clump of artifacts that all essentially have the same thing in common. They require an action to do, the action barely interacts with the board because almost nothing stays around and it's very niche and that would be the oh i've lost the names of it the thing that enrages in uh, soul fiddle soul fiddle is one of them then the thing that stuns giants in worlds collide <laughs> yeah what is it even called and uh, the pen no something gigantica oh nepeta gigantica yeah yeah which is like the giant beanstalk isn't it um yeah those two cards are like you play them they don't do anything next you have to call that house then you can <laughs> do a very very limited effect compared for example soul fiddle with psychic haze the mars artifact that exists now in gr you can yeah. either call this and enrage one creature in the house that removes the board the most or you can enrage their entire board and they also yeah. cannot fight the house that you just called <laughs> like yeah soul fiddle what's going on uh, it's a very sad sad card <laughs> but of course these are like the easy targets but it's the I had to mention them. Someone had to mention them because they they can ruin decks. If you get two of these, you suddenly have a completely unusable pod unless you're like every other card is S tier. Yeah, mm. reversal. And I'm sick, so I will, and my voice is a little bit weird. But other cards I dislike. Yeah. I really dislike Winds of Death that I hinted at last time. I think. It could have said archive the top five creatures in your discard pile mm. or something like that that made it skill testing to make sure what was in your discard pile where were they and when do you use it not a card that plays the best if you already don't have a board i realize that the idea is sort of that it should punish you if you have a board because it doesn't archive the stuff you just had but now it's a card that plays best if you let your opponent have a board while you are just playing actions and then you can archive all your creatures they don't archive any of their board and you just profit of it it's also the enabler of the most of the broken combos i feel mm -hmm. it archive it is the genka or the key abduction enabler yeah. it's the mmr enabler more than any other card that like oh you can archive two selected cards oh that's great or yeah you do what the set does anyway, which is discard a lot of cards, and then you just archive all creatures. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, unelegant, and the fact that it's so-called two-sided, mm, I don't really buy it. The set that can forge free keys of their creatures versus sets that can't, then it isn't really two-sided or double-sided. So I think that's one of the biggest design mistakes, bigger than Ecto Charge. I think Ecto Charge is too good as a single card, 
yes, it's over the power level, but I think winds of exchange enables more bad play interactions in the long run than extra mm. charge does. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting though. So the, the two cars that you just mentioned are basically two cars because there's a really overpowered version in Grim Reminders. But the artifacts. Like, yeah, the artifacts, like the soul yeah, fiddle. Yeah, Beanstalk and uh, yeah. Psyche Case, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because because they're just not powerful enough now against the the new version or the, the, the cards to do the same thing now. So it's an, just just realize, just noticing your comments were very focused towards the fact that actually now these Grim Reminders cards are too good, whereas maybe they wouldn't be... Would they, those cards have been as bad? They were just on that. People never huh? liked Soul Fiddle or Nepeta yeah, Gigantica. Absolutely yeah. terrible. So. Um, like, absolutely terrible. I have Maybe some we can find a middle ground between Soul Fiddle and Beanstalk. Or like, yeah, maybe there is a middle ground. Maybe, maybe there is. you don't have. Maybe giants coming in ready is really good. You just don't have to find yeah. a giant in your yeah. discard or deck and play. But was, wasn't there a, a an unfathomable card that did something to half of your opponent's lineup? No, that's so you uh, that's the left card. half or the right half of your it's opponent's a card, and it's called Tectonic Shift. That's the yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Winds of Death is a a card that I find poor design, but I actually like. So that's a bit of it's a bit both. Mm. I think it's a cool effect. I think it's a cool card. I hate it, or I think <laughs> it's a shitty design. Um, and a final card that I really dislike is Dark Ember Vault. What? It also oh, love that card. It also falls under the. Like too strong. Too much, too many effects in a single strong artifact. Yeah. If they could have had two different artifacts in the same set that was like uh, Dark Ember Vault and Light Ember Vault, and one of them drew cards when you played Mutants, and the other made them all of them plus three They're or something stronger. Yeah. stronger. Mm. Super cool. Two cool artifacts. Instead, they yeah. put too and... many good effects in a single card so that you can take uh, <clears throat> any single rare. It can take a mediocre deck and turn it amazing if you just draw it in the first turn. It's like a bad design. Yeah. That that cannot be said to be good design. I can very much agree with the with the two plus power was very unnecessary. Yeah. But I think like the the drawing after playing mutants, I think that's that is a fun effect and that would be enough uh, yep. to have that for sure. I, I, yeah, I, I still I love it. My though. bad design and dislike cards a bit uh, up here, but yeah, I... I I also find it a bit of a bummer this Dark Ember Vault because you can get a deck with it and like three mutants, and then it does. Yeah, I I like it has such a big, uh, <clears throat> it's it's such a big range in how good it actually is, and I don't know if I like that. Uh, like... I have a double dab deck with four mutants. Okay, <laughs> it's still quite fun though. <laughs> Yep, those were mine. Maybe cool, who wants to target? go next? Um, I can go, go next with some cards. Yeah, go. go for it, go for it. This is just ones that you don't like. Not not so much about design, but just ones you don't like. Okay, yeah, sure, so... Rub it in. Like... <laughs> um, I could go for like the, the, the super obvious ones, like the, the overpowered ones, uh, Halifast, uh, for example. But we've talked about that uh, already, so... I'm going to say instead uh, two cards, two Equidon cards from Grim, Grim Reminders that I think did scrap uh, poorly. Uh, Tutor Bin Rillo and Gigroku Sapper, um, which basically have effects that you sometimes in the game, uh, you don't want to play them and you don't want to discard them because the scrap effects does something that you sometimes can't afford to do, which means that uh, you have to hold onto the card uh, when you want to play Equidon. I don't think that is very elegant design. And I think uh, overall, I think scrap is a very cool idea uh, used in Grim Reminders, but I think they uh, could have uh, worked on those a bit more, like spread out the scrap effects and also made them yeah, not not go into this where like uh, if I play uh, the card, uh, my opponent draws a card, 
but if I discard the card, they also draw a, uh, draw a card. And if I don't want them to draw a card in the end game, where like I know that them drawing card means they are more likely to get the the ember control they need or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I think that's poor design. And the other one is uh, uh, like if you. I forget, but it's it's something about like it's good if your opponent has an artifact, but if you have an artifact, if you discard it, you you destroy you, it. You destroy your own, and if you destroy yeah. your own, you can also destroy an enemy. So you always destroy your own. First. Yeah, exactly. Poorly worded as well. Like it feels mm, like it's not yeah. uh, intended really. Um, what was yeah, the name so of that card? What was the name of that card again? Sapper. Uh, it's like the swapper from WoW, but yeah. targeting yeah. artifacts. Yeah. And another like uh, style of card I think is um, poorly designed at times is uh, linked rarity done badly. Like um, from Grim, Grim Reminders, we have a uh, rare in uh, Grim Reminders or in Geisel uh, called Mischievous. And uh, that card is fine in itself, but it brings in in some cases, I think four or five uh, cards uh, protective playmate, which is just like a decent taunt, but it's just so uninteresting to bring in like four vanilla cards for this rare. So I think the card in itself, Mischievous, could be like, it's a fine design, but I don't like the fact that they it just feels like lazy to, to bring in four like vanilla creatures into a deck uh, based on a single rare card. Uh, and I think there is um, uh, Kaspara in Guys that also has like a bunch of uh, linked. Oh. Uh, like, yeah, I've got a Kaspara card. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, there are other examples as well of this. Yeah, but the, I mean the Kaspara one is, I think, is a good. It, it is a good card, though. I think. Because the precious fragments that come in there is after reap if you're haunted gain one. Otherwise, discard the top card of your deck. Like if you have your, if you have all these out on the board, that you reap to key, you reap to check. Yeah. Um. I I actually quite like that one, but I agree about the misfit. Misfortune. Yeah. Misfortune. Yeah. Um. I think I saw, like. Uh... There's also this um, sh um, Perse Persephone and Shadis. Oh, yeah. Uh, or Perse, I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be the Persephone, but it's Persephone. I don't yeah. know how to pronounce it. Uh, and Persephone yeah. and, and Shadis, uh, which are kind of... I don't really understand how those effects are supposed to interact with each other they bring it each seems other like in. someone had an idea about the synergy and then they just forgot about it and it's like wait these don't have a synergy they don't <laughs> they, there's no payoff one of them just brings in a card and why would you ever choose the card that destroys it you can just choose any other why does it have that effect yeah it's it's weird which those two cards again just for our listeners per, per, it's spelled purse a phone which is supposed to be a and which ha which house are we uh, guys guy, guy uh, so that's a, a pun of Persephone and and Shades instead of Hades. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm not saying like I don't like linked rarity at all. It's the amount of cards that it brings yeah. in. Like Kaspara, there are yeah. decks that brings in four of them. I think that's excessive. I think that's interesting. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. So that, that's the that's the thing. And then cards like Tweaker Kraken. It's an easy one to <laughs> to to bring up, but like restrictive, uh, like you restrict the the uh, your ability to play the card too much in comparison to what it actually yeah. does. It's totally un uninteresting if you play it. It's not like uh, Cliffy Dragon, which is like it's a bit tricky. Like sometimes you have to discard it, but it's a uh, it's a nice kind of balance. Getting it out is sort of a win in itself. But to Wiki Kraken, it's it's a twelve power with some splash damage uh, after reap or after fight. But you instead have to of two. reaping twice with your ready creatures, exactly, you have to exhaust two ready 
unfathomable creatures to get it out. And like I have deck with two of these. Like it's so stupid. <laughs> you can exhaust really? the one you played on the last turn. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> I mean that would be an achievement, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really annoying. Okay, so I know I know it's not my turn, but I think that a card that is more interesting that is fairly bad, but it's done link the rarity right, which is a bit amusing for the deck, unlike Terry Kraken and so on that doesn't have link rare, but it's just a shitty design. We have I th I like Xenos Blood Shadow. I like that Xenos brings in a toad. Yeah. That is just bad. Yes, yes. Like that is that has charisma. It isn't just a discard. You you get the card that you will be able to play. But it's a bad card. Like it's a bad creature that doesn't do anything. It's also a fun yeah. story. Like yes. you, you, it's uh, Prince Derek that's now a toad. Exactly, yeah. is now a toad. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. it's great. Even if it's normally you don't want it, want the casinos, but at least you go Haha, toad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's link rarity done well. I yeah. Agree. Uh, and lastly, I could just mention the the freaking ships in DT. Oh, like looking, at, looking at this, uh, I actually went to DT mostly because it's so easy to get uh, <laughs> ideas for bad cars there. <laughs> but yeah, the ships really... Uh, it's a, such a cool concept to have one ship per, per house. And it's such a letdown. Like, yeah, I'm, uh, it's the, um, the Star Alliance one is uh, it's all right. the one that makes you draw cards. Yeah, that's all right. But so many of the others so uninteresting effects it's basically like soul fill but but, uh, but what makes the star alliance one right is you don't have to exhaust star alliance cards you, yes you can, exactly yeah yeah, yeah. while that while all the other ones you they're like tv crack and artifacts yeah <laughs> i kind of like the logos one too just because it has an amber pip and and you can get some uh, you can roll the dice to see what you get when you yeah. play cards from the top of your deck but yeah Imagine how fun it was to open a whole case of DT and 11 submersibles was what I got as rares. <laughs> 11 <laughs> submersibles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's a, it's a missed opportunity because I, I think like the whole, um, uh, like the thematic artifacts, uh, the, the shards in a way, uh, like, yeah, mostly bad, but still kind of cool. Like they... Yeah, having multiples made each uh, better. I think that's a cool concept. I think they could have done something uh, a lot more interesting with the, with the ships. Or I'm I'm hundred percent sure they could have because it's so un uh, uninteresting at the moment. Uh, but yeah, those are really bad. Is that you Yes. Uh, yeah, go go for you on us. I I I only have a, a a few which I think are bad. I love I love this game. Uh, I I also only have a couple horrible. that I figured out that I don't like. But uh, the one I picked, um, which is a very old card, that's just one I don't like personally very much. It's Evasion Sigil. Uh, I just think it's annoying. <laughs> it's an like it's a card that says when you fight with a creature, you have to discard the top card of your deck, and if it's shares the house with a creature that's trying to fight or if it's the active house i don't remember uh then uh, it's uh, if the card is of the active house then the fight doesn't happen uh and i think it's just uh, i have a lot of problems with it the the the, the card text is kind of unclearly written <laughs> that's not a huge deal but still uh i it's hard to remember to resolve this effect when you're playing uh, in person um the effect is kind of too random uh, and makes it so that you can't plan your turns, which I don't really like. And then, but it's also double sided. So it's like, it's just uh, adds like, uh, it removes kind of skill from the game a bit because it just adds a lot mm -hmm. of randomness to it. Uh, but do you think, I think it's actually like introduces uh, decision points as well. Like, is it worth to? It's it's sort of a gamble, sure, but it still makes it so uh, the what what was like an easy decision to fight. Now you have to like do the math or yeah. Yeah, but I feel like fighting is anyway so discouraged in Coda when this was introduced. So I don't really think they needed to discourage it further with this effect. But, but now it can make you haunted. 
Ah, okay. Yeah, sure. The new, the new Evasion <laughs> Sigil meta. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a personal thing. I don't like the card very much. I, I, I always like groan when it's played. I'm like, okay, it's this card. Okay, yeah, I guess. And even when I have it in my own deck, if I'm playing Seed, then I'm like, yeah, it's a pip. I have to play it. And now I hate the game. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it can be weird because you have so many like fight effects in shadows in code as well. Yeah, exactly. So... Yes, that's a good point. Mm. You have you have you have Dodger, you have Umbra, uh, you have yeah. Uh, yeah, so many of them that are fight steal one, and it's like, yeah, now I guess I just reap with these creatures instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's one, and then I have also one which is very popular, and I kind of. Uh, take uh, uh, the contrarian view. I don't like Berserker from WoW. Uh, And the reason is, I think it has too much of a span between how good it is when it's good and how bad it is when it's bad. Uh, But I've opened like two or three Berserker decks with like zero zero token generation in Brobnar. And then it's just the fact that he enters play ready is completely useless. Uh, Mm. And then on the other hand, you have decks that yeah, you, you have the you have the Berserker token and you just have one feats of strength, or or the fourth transponder, and suddenly you make infinite tokens anytime you want, and and uh, they can immediately come in ready and and do whatever you want. Uh, and yeah, I, I I don't really enjoy cards that have such a huge span between being the best they can be and the worst they can be. Mm-hmm. I guess I agree, because I haven't opened a single Berserker deck in 80 World decks, so <laughs> I suppose I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, but those are the cards I dislike. I'm not really sure. Uh, mm. It's really uh, very... Um, it's just uh, kind of a feeling I have. It's not really rational. Mm. It's just uh, it, it, it's, it's your play experience, yeah. which is completely irrelevant. Yeah, but uh, but it's not a yeah. rational uh, thought behind it. It's just like those cards, yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess we'll move on to mine now. There's a card cards that I don't like, um, and I think this this was mentioned for actually Jan put. Um, he chimed in and it's one of the ones that he didn't think was well designed but ones that i don't like just because it, it it's, a, it's another level of confusion another level of thinking is curious or like just trying to work out what happens when i destroy your destroy a creature where does the um, captured ember go does it go back to them does it capture on who does it capture on etc it's it's just really confusing um, and I don't like playing with it just because I also have to concentrate on something else apart from the best of the game state. I think one Which of makes them, me sound really stupid, but... I think know. one of them is fun, but when you have two or three of them, then it becomes hard even just to follow the rules. Mm. Uh, because if you move, depending on if you move the amber before... Like if you move the amber so that they are out of amber, then they lose the ability, and then you move the amber back, they don't gain it back. So, so you can mm. really change things uh, in the sequencing when you have multiple, yeah. which is maybe fun for <clears throat> some tricky plays, but it's it's really confusing game state. Uh, yeah, and it's very easy to get wrong. And even if it's an ember here and there, that one ember can be the difference between being check or not, and be the difference between you know what you do on the next turn as well yeah so yeah curious as i just don't like restring guntus is another one because it it becomes a one-sided game like the the guntus lockout i just i just it's like well if you're playing an important game and you just get i think the restring guntus lockout turn two is like well why why do i even turn up it's just it's it's not the two-sided game that i think keyforge should be even if you have a good deck against a bad deck at least both players should be able to play the game in the background alger nonner and i are making accusations to, against <laughs> ourselves i asked how did we reach an hour i wrote in the chat he said the usual way talking shit and restating arguments from the last episode well yeah. 
They're good arguments, okay? I'll get it on. Talking shit is why people come to listen to us. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I was just answering your question. It wasn't like a critique or anything. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, we're we're at an hour. Did we talk? Did we talk about restaurant gunters last time? No, we no, talked about winds of death and ecto charge and. Uh, I mean, ecto charge. We finished on. I think we should talk about ecto charge some more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't bonus, think so at all. Bonus yeah. episode. Yeah. Bonus <laughs> episode. <The actual>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, they're 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 two cards that I don't like, and there's some there's some other tokens that I don't like, and I'm completely kind of trying to you know move past you guys interrupting me. Yeah, um, <laughs> just come, uh, you know, coming back just on. like Geistoid. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh man, where's 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 that Edson's jar when you need it? Um, no, let's not play the Aramis card. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they they they're two cards that I just I don't like in terms of bad design. I just think. I mean, I'm not a. I'm do you not have a like designer. a restroom gunter's deck, or do you have a restroom gunter's deck? I don't think I even have a restroom gunter's deck. Um, my, I really have really bad. Um, what a coincidence! Maybe. Yeah, would. I know. If I had one, then maybe <laughs> I like it. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'll do. I'll do a quick search here as well. But they're, they're just they're two two cards that I really don't like. There's there's also the the shadows um, creature that fights and with skirmish and both players get one, which I just you know. But okay. then that's just me not wanting to give Ember away. Um, uh, I mean, most people hate easy. him. Easy. Yeah, I kind of like him, but I'm weird. So yeah, I don't yeah. I don't um, mind him. Yeah, I can't. Me- I can't remember the Francis card now. The Economist. France, France is the Economist. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's it's the kind of card that should be an Equidon now, because you do something and there's a payoff. But uh, you know, it was maybe it was just a bit yeah, too before I, I think his time. It works. I think it works. Like uh, yeah, um, you gave them you gave them the Ember. You steal the Ember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I've always seen him as an enabler for stealing as well, in case they have a zero board or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have any good restaurant gunter decks. I have one deck which is just under seventy, but it's is not a. I don't think it's a good one. Um, going back to your previous announcement, so yeah, they they cards we don't like. We are hitting the hour. Um, were there any cards that people wanted to add in terms of not being designed well? They didn't think were designed well, and to give up, we did try. I did try and split this up a little bit, but um, I have I mentioned I, some of them last time. No one mentioned Bumblebird. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it's an AOA. I, I said ninety percent of all AOA <laughs> <Yes>. creatures. <laughs> yeah, but some are worse than yeah. others. Yeah. I I have one I want to mention that I I don't like the design of, uh, which is uh, the Quixel Stone. Uh, this oh okay yeah that's that's going on my list yeah thank uh, you. Uh, but, I don't like Quixel Stone. On the last episode, I brought up like Doctor Milias, kind of a good way to mm. to introduce an effect that can be a comeback mm, mechanic yeah. and punish your opponent for going too far ahead on the board, and mm. I think. Uh, the Quixel Stone takes that concept way too far because it can yeah. completely like you can start some 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 matchups and you just see okay yeah they have twenty one creatures if I have Quixel Stone in my starting hand I win and that's yeah. it yeah uh, yeah I think it should have some kind of built in kill switch yeah mm. yeah because if you yeah if you don't have Ember, uh, like artifact control then you're just yeah. Yeah, something like I don't know if there are zero creatures in play at the end of yeah. a turn, it destroys or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If your opponent has threatened to kill you in real life, <laughs> destroy creatures. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's it's another one of those cards where it can shut out the other player and just not make it fun for someone playing. Which, you know, this game is meant to be fun. Yeah, like all games are meant to be fun, that but actually to be active, that is it. So you still feel like actually playing the game. You then that, but 
yeah. yeah. Uh, like any cards that just uh, if it's play on round one, then the game is over immediately. Yeah. In some matchups, is sort of yeah not yeah not the ideal. Yeah. And I'm saying this as someone who played a Quixel Stone deck for like ten seasons or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Things I will ban Quixel Stone decks just because I want to play Keyforge. Yeah. In in the end, that's kind of because I never wanted mm. to play that deck because I don't like it. So in the yeah. end, it's just like <laughs> yeah, I, I sometimes yeah. it caught some bans. That's why I had it. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just well, built my uh, hex at the round, not being uh, affected by Quixel Stone. Yeah. I think well, we should uh, round off. Yeah, I think so too. I think we, we've hit the hour mark and I think we've had some pretty good arguments and we've kind of come to a few conclusions here as well. Um, so we obviously have cards that we all dislike um, and we could probably carry on this conversation for another two hours, but we will stop here. Um, so the upcoming times the, the, do we do we have a reminder of when the um sign up for nkfl season 23 is um that that closes um because we do we will be having our review episodes preview episode we will be having a review episode with riku coming up uh when we get that worked out so um do we have a reminder uh, uh for that anyone i think it's is it mid-march it's no idea. The the eighth, I think. Eighth of March. So we've yeah. got just over a week to go to sign up. Okay, so I found the, all the dates. It's a deadline, as you said, eighth of March for for registering. Deadline to submit decks, thirteenth of March, and start of season, eighteenth of March. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And if you heard Great. Well, that's weird that... right before this, it's because I think we need to make a out. video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need we need to start doing video stuff on YouTube, don't we? Yeah, okay, cool. Well, they're, 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 they're the dates. Um, Jonas has said the dates. I don't remember because I was... Um, We're busy, uh, busy doing something else. B- busy um, doing... Uh, sign language with Zaramis. Um, but thank you, everyone, for, for watching. Uh, I will mute you. I will mute you again. This is what happens when I'm not moderating the episodes. Good night, yeah. everyone. Good night, everyone. See yes. you next time. Um, Fall John and Prosper. Good night. Yeah. Redacted. <laughs>